Well, welcome everyone. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable, coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station 2. My name's Caroline Oceano Ryan. I'm an author and channeler, and I'm one of your co-hosts. And I'm here with some other very wonderful co-hosts. Um, my wonderful friends are Faction 3 White Knights, Rama Berkowitz and Tara Green. And, of course, our friends to the north, uh, Penny Christofferson and Micah Green. So it, we're going to have a discussion show this evening. So please do call in if you've got a comment or a question for any of us or just want to air an opinion, that's fine. The numbers to call for Station 2 are 888-429-5471. That's 888-429-5471 or 323 323- Seven four 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 eight four one, and again that's three two three seven four 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 eight four one. So let's just start off with a short meditation, and just give yourself a moment, a break from the busyness of the day, and start breathing in slowly, deeply in through the nose with mouth closed. And as you breathe out, you know, I learned this recently, if you breathe out with lips pursed, sort of like you were breathing in out through a straw, that kind of breathing can actually lower your blood pressure. (laughs) So you're breathing in with mouth closed. And then breathing out almost like you were whistling. Through sort of like you're breathing out through a straw. And just carry on with that for a little bit. And as you're doing that, if you can, if you're not driving or taking care of a child or what have you, uh, just close your eyes for a moment. Still concentrating on your breathing, go into the heart space. I always say I like to imagine that I'm in a huge heart. If you have a hard time sending your full awareness into your heart space, or as if you were looking out at the world through your heart Just image that you're in a very big heart and that'll put you there. And we're just going to quickly draw in from the universe, asking help from the ascended masters. And from the archangels. And from our beautiful spirit teams, our guides, angels, and higher self. Asking that they surround us all and act as a conduit through which sparkling divine golden and silver light flows into our hearts. And if you think about it, if you can image your heart, now some people are better at imaging than others, but if you can image your heart for a moment, you might see a few little cloudy places where you're carrying something that's a little hard to to deal with, maybe. Maybe it's an old sadness, maybe it's a new one. Could be an anger or resentment, could be a feeling of loss or disconnection, isolation. And I'm always remembering John Lennon's song, which his son redid um, during the the pandemic, um, that lovely old song, Isolation, off the Working Class Hero album. And it's true that isolation 
really works on us. And there's so many ways that modern life isolates us. So draw that beautiful, sparkling divine light into your heart space. You're not alone, friends. You're never alone. So that with each breath, you're drawing in more of that beautiful, sparkling light. Wonderful. If you want to imagine a whole torrential downpour of light filling every speck of your inner self, your auric field, your heart, mind, your body, everything. Just imagine that pouring down on you now so that you're turning into light itself. If you were to look at yourself in that beautiful image, you'd see all this sparkling light all over your hands, arms, everything. And you might want to say to yourself, universe, I give thanks. I'm returning to my true light being self. If you prefer not to be a light being, you can just say light-filled self. And call in your energies right now from wherever they've been all around the universe, all around different dimensions, different places on our linear timeline, our old 3D linear timeline. Maybe you've been thinking about the past or the future. So your energies are a bit scattered probably by the end of each day. Call them back in right now. Let's call everybody's energies back into their body. Just call your name. So I'm going to say, Caroline, all of me, let's go. Every All those little pieces, all those little shafts of light or cloudiness, whatever it is, come back in. Come back into the body, into the heart space, reunite. And there's no splintering, no fracturing of energies here. I am complete. Just make a motion almost like you were calling someone toward you. Because that's what you're doing. As you're doing that, friend, you're you're calling back your life energies. Calling back all your strength, all your presence. Easy to get scattered. And then just image that light turning liquid. Now it's flowing through you in a way that's just going to rinse out any density, any dense emotions. Any feelings that you're not worthy of all the beautiful, wonderful, amazing experiences you dream of having. It's rinsing away any feelings of smallness, any low self-esteem, the tendency to play small because that feels safer. That sort of thing is learned in childhood. And that's all right, but you don't have to live with that forever. To see all those clouds getting rinsed away by this pouring of beautiful liquid light. Just pouring down through your whole being now. And it will call in the energies of the sun, our sun soul. Greetings, friend. And we ask for purification from this beautiful sentient being. And so those rays are going straight to the heart space. You may feel something, you may not, that's all right. 
So more is being cleared away that isn't you. Or that was the old 3D you that you don't really need anymore. And with these beautiful energies pouring in, these light codes pouring in from the sun, we're all going powerfully into our heart. We're going to give thanks for that. Thanks to our beautiful sun. That he is so helping us ascend and so much helping this earth to ascend. Namaste, Dewa. Wonderful. So giving thanks for all and for all of you. Just come back to your breathing, come fully back to the body, back into the room, stretching arms and legs, hands and feet a bit, and just bring yourself to where you know you're fully here again. But now you're breathing more easily, maybe a bit more relaxed. You've released some things that you picked up during the day or the week that really aren't you. You release some things maybe that you've been carrying in for a long time that aren't you. And that's the incredible beauty of this solar light presence and of the presence of these beautiful ascended masters and archangels. Thank you, dear ones, and thank you to everyone's team as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for going on that little journey with us. And now I think we will just go around and get some energy updates and see if people have any insights they'd like to share. So Penny or Micah, I'm wondering if Micah has any cash news. Uh, and I wonder if Penny has any news. Maybe the fairies in the garden are more active than usual. I don't know. What do you well, think, Penny? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm glad you they said are. fairies because uh, I have a story to tell today. All right. And uh, I, this time I wrote it down so I wouldn't miss anything. Um, so it's called Getting a Speeding Ticket and Laughing with the Universe. Um, as you may or may not know, I live in the country, yes. about five minutes from the village and the post office, which is where I was going Tuesday at noon. I eased out onto my municipal road carefully because it's an 80-click road where people go 100 or 110. So you drive as if your life depended on it. When I got to the highway, which is posted um, at 110, the people do 120. So I had speed on my mind. I go down a side road and into the village. And I, I, start, I go to turn left to the post office, and there he sits, waiting in the white SUV with the telltale stripes and logo, a rump. Now, I know the little letters say RCMP. But that's a heck of a mouthful to say. We all just call them rumps. R-U-M-P. I didn't see him until too late, so I couldn't slow down fast enough. As soon as I got past him, all the lights on the vehicle went on, and I said, oh, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I drove on a bit, looking for a place to pull over. I passed a private dri- driveway, then a T-junction, and I pulled over into the second entrance into the church and was laughing. The sign says, pray for Ukraine. And I thought, they, someone, anyone should pray for me because this could turn out badly. By this time, I was grinning at the thought. And he shows up at the window. I hand him my insurance cards, always at the ready. And he asks for my driver's license, which I had not pulled out. So I said to him, 
I guess this proves I can't do two things at the same time today. He, he looked at me and he asked me to repeat myself. And I did. And I said, I was just listening to the news. I wasn't going to make a run for it. And he laughed. Well, he smiled broadly and went back to his vehicle. At this point, a lady on a bike went past me, going in the same direction as I was. She turned to look at me. It was rather a dirty look. I wish my horns had popped out at that time. She might have had something to stare at rather than a criminal getting ticketed. So he comes back and he returns my license and starts to explain things. First, he dropped the mileage over the limit to only 10 clicks so I wouldn't have to pay so much on the ticket. And I wouldn't get a demerit mark. And those demerit marks can hang on for five years, I think. Well, I was suitably grateful and I said so. And repeated that I was just listening to the news. I'd forgotten that speed sign was there. And I realized afterwards I had been using this route since 1973 and haven't quite gotten used to the idea that there are houses on what used to be farmland and civilization has taken over the countryside. But then I asked him, why are you here, for goodness sakes? Still stuck in the past, you see, I am. And he replied, some people had been complaining about speeders. Oh, says I, thinking I might have seen a couple of them. We had a little chat, and I told him about the road I lived on and the speeders there. He grinned and said, yes, he knew all about it. We were both laughing at each other's humor, and we wished each other a good day. I put my license away. I turned to see which way he'd gone so I could go the opposite way, and he had vanished like smoke. And I had a view of two roads, and I still couldn't see him. Maybe it was just a mirage, but I have a ticket to prove it happened. Or maybe he was just an angel sent from above as a warning that I'd been pushing my luck lately. So wow. now there's, a, there's an end to the story. It's not very long. Here's the rest of the story. I get notes from the universe five times a week. And there are days the universe writes them for me and only for me. And here it is. Great big ear-to-ear open-mouth smiles, Penny, are responsible for far more sizzling romances, salary increases, life extensions, and calorie burning. And I added in and ticket reductions than your dentist. Uh, doctors and financial planners will ever comprehend. Show us your tonsils, the universe. <laughs> and then, and then uh, the P.S. There's always a P.S. And the P.S. is this time: just be careful around flies, Penny. <laughs> oh, wonderful! So I, I think I think there's a hint in there about something. <laughs> oh, that's a great story. I love how he disappeared. Um, you know, you and I were emailing this week about strange things happening. My my GPS took me. Uh, I had I, something in my uh, my saved list. It was already recorded there, and I, my GPS was taking me to that place. The sa- you know the same way for weeks, and then suddenly a week or so ago, it decided to take me there a completely different way, and the. Uh, road that it showed was it was sort of yes carry on with this road and that road actually had ended and I thought what the heck are we <laughs> we jumping timelines or sw- switching dimensions or what uh, I love the story about how he he was both very friendly and nice and suddenly disappeared <laughs> yeah um, yeah but when you say 110 120 you're talking about kilometers 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That that puts my heart to rest that Canadians are not <laughs> all speed demons. I was thinking the first miles, and I thought, good gravy. I'm hoping that she means kilometers, but um, no, no, I mean kilometers. And really, I was I was going to add for a Tara's uh, benefit that the kilometers have nothing to do with it. The increase in the kilometers is what the story is about. <laughs> it could be increase in miles or increase in ferry area. I don't know. You know. <laughs> but anyway, yes. I just, I just, uh, he was quite a chatty guy when we got going. It was really quite fun, you know, and I was just, I was enjoying the day. It was such a great day. I forgot to say what a beautiful day it was. So there we were. <laughs> he just given me a ticket. Yikes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was just chuckling my head off. You know, I just, it was just struck me as funny. I wish, but I think it was a warning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good to pay attention to those signals, signals and Mm -hmm. symbols when they come. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Penny. That was good fun. And I think we're with you on that one. (laughs) I don't know. um, Micah, I don't know if you've got a, a, an update for us that would be, or any insights you'd like to share. Thank you, Caroline. I'll take that talking stick. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos. Well, Mr. Kesh joined us this past Sunday on our Kesh American Telegram team meeting. I was able to get in a few questions. I asked if we are still waiting for the U.S. to sign the peace treaty before they can ship the enhancement units to Arizona. He said there are many things happening in the background. A week ago today, he announced on the Public Teachings Knowledge Seekers Workshop that the Keshe Foundation has withdrawn its support from the Iranian government because they are wishing to pursue weapons-grade enrichment of materials. This is in violation of the fundamental principles of the foundation. The ethos of the Keshe Foundation is that we are here to serve, not to be served. Within a couple hours after that announcement last week, officials from the American government quickly opened up to new negotiations with the Keshe Foundation. Mr. Keshe said that the peace talk negotiations in Vienna are now 97% completed. He also gave us more knowledge in regards to the new plasma energy units and gas producing units. What we need to understand about these units is that by using them, burning the gases into the atmosphere will elevate the souls of humanity because these gases are in a plasmatic state. The animals, the plants, everything on this planet will be elevated by the use of this technology. This is a massive breakthrough in the world of energy production. Mr. Kesh has given us universal energy with unlimited potential and with it, the elevation of our souls to higher states of being. So I encourage everyone to stay positive in these most intense and transformational times, most likely at any point in our history that we know of. Spend time in nature as much as possible. Grow some food and flowers. Pet your cats and dogs. Or get a kitten or a puppy, if it calls to you, to your soul. We are so blessed to be here at this time. Much love to all. And I pass the talking stick back to you, Caroline. 
Oh, wonderful. Excellent update. Thank you so much, Micah. We really do count on you to let us know what's going on as far as these healing centers go. And of course, those of us in the U.S. are thinking about the one in Arizona and wondering when that will be available for people. So thank you so much. So, all right. Um, Our friend Randy Miller has joined us. So Randy, have you got an update you'd like to share? We'll pass that talking stick to you. I'll take that talking stick. I may have to pause because there's a Mr. Frog in my throat most of the day and he won't leave. Okay. Let's, let's talk some seriousness here. All we've heard about for, I don't know how many years since 2020 or 2019 is virus, 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 virus. So I'm going to give everyone a little bit of education on what a virus is. Viruses are exomes which are excretions of toxic cells. Exomes are not transmittable. People are looking at exomes and calling them viruses. The word virus comes from the ancient Latin, which means noxic substance or poison. Exomes are a response to the illness, not the cause of the illness. Exomes facilitate healing by devouring toxic matter, Dr. Andrew Kaufman. There is no virus. Terrain theory explains how the body detoxes from impurities by creating what we used to call the flu. The flu, influenza, cold, ammonia, are now rebranded as a non-existent virus called COVID-19 and its silly, also fabricated variants. There are no tests to detect COVID or any virus, since none have ever been isolated in a microscope. Therefore, it cannot be proven to exist. The inventor of the PCR test, Kerry Mullen, stated over and over and over again that these tests cannot detect anything. But, One can create false positive results by running the test cycle during testing on high levels like over 60. You'll always get a positive result. If you run it at 25, you'll get a negative result. These tests are also now created with ready, predetermined positive or negative results written on the package so that the person knows beforehand what the result will be before they give it to the person. These were made to make it easy for peer-reviewed studies to archive the desired results the financiers of the study want. They either have the result on the packaging, or you can view it before testing under black light. The pharma devils have many tricks up their sleeves to fool the masses, stay awake, and simply survive. I can attest to that because I read a book talking about a veterinarian who had a sick horse. He and the horses and animals can't talk to the doctor. You can't ask the horse, well, where does it hurt, Charlie? No, you have to do all sorts of testing. This horse was sick, stuff coming out of his nose, no energy, no nothing. This doctor tried everything in the book. He even put a feed bag on the horse's face 
to catch the stuff coming out of the thing so he could get it analyzed. He said, but how am I going to analyze this of a sick horse? So why don't I take this feedback now and give it to a healthy horse and see if this disease or virus or bacteria or whatever it is, because he had no idea, would be transferred to the other horse. Two weeks later, after that other horse wearing that feed bag and being fed in that, there was no transference. Which means you can't catch a virus. There are tons and tons of videos out there on the Internet with many doctors talking even as early as 2018, 2019 about this. Folks, we have to understand one thing. You are the captain of your ship. It doesn't matter. If you're in the ocean and you're going into a storm, you have to realize that, whoops, I made a wrong turn. So I have to rethink things and turn the other way to steer myself out of the storm. Or if I want to weather the storm, I can weather the storm. Well, right now, we're in a spiritual storm. The choice to live in fear or to live in love. I choose love. Animals are always in unconditional love. So as a cat, get a dog, get a kitten, horse, chicken, doesn't matter what it is. Because the animal will respond in kind to you. It is very sad to see that many humans cannot do this. Because they've bought the falsehood. They're still living in fear. And don't waste your energy trying to re-educate someone who will not listen to you. It's better to smile and send them love. That will do more than trying to sit there for the next four hours trying to convince them of what's going on. I pass the talking stick. Yeah, thank you so much, Randy. There's a lot coming out now, isn't there, scientifically, that really not just debunks, but um, absolutely obliterates the pseudo-explanations that we were given for two years. And when we find out, I'm reading a long paper now written in 1931. It's about a doctor who figured out, I haven't got to the gist of it, but in the beginning he says, the lungs are more important to the heart rate and pressure of the heart than the muscles of the heart. Because physically, he said, the heart is incapable of causing that much pressure because the muscle's too small. Hmm. So this is where we have to rethink how marvelous this machine, and it is, because everything's running on automatic. <laughs> we just have to realize when the machine gives us a signal, when we have something and we have a pain, that is a signal from the nervous system, from the brain and the body to your consciousness, something's wrong. Address it. Mm-hmm. Medical profession, unfortunately, says take a pill, we'll shut the nerve off. That doesn't fix anything. That's like putting air in your tire when you've got four nails in it. I pass a talking stick. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Excellent points. Excellent points. So, all right. Wonderful. Um, so Ram and Tara, we can pass this, uh, multicolored, very sparkly, uh, talking stick to you. If you're ready, if you have any kind of energy update you'd like to share, 
and then the white night news update, which we always enjoy getting. So we'll pass the talking stick to you. Greetings. Thank you, Caroline and everyone. And Happy full moon in Aquarius. Yes, as of 936 Eastern. So that was, it's in uh, four minutes. Yep. <laughs> this is a huge deal. Four minutes from now. And I could say <laughs> that we are in such a most unique, auspicious time with what's unfolding here because we are the ones we got the power as Mr. Cash is teaching us about this plasma and all the different realms. I tried to kind of listen to the 20 minute piece you sent Randy, but it's, I was going to play it, but it's sort of hard to understand Mr. Cash. I'm going to try to play it tomorrow for everyone. Um, um, maybe, can, um, Randy, can you can you give us a synopsis of what he's saying? Are you can you do that? What I'd have to do, I'd have to re-listen to what he said and then make a synopsis that way. So if I get time tonight, I'll do that and send you something before the show tomorrow. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, I just know that you were saying that he said something pretty important. I'll see if I, I, there may or may not be a transcript. I don't know. I'll, I'll find out. Okay. So, um, I just think that what we can do is focus on, uh, an opening for the cash technology for, for Mr. President to sign that treaty with Mr. Cash, I've got to make a miracle coming along here. But, um, so Rama, why don't you just share a little bit about the general feelings you're having from talking with the White Knights, you know, in the last week or so? I can say things are escalating at an unprecedented rate around the planet as the solar flares and the Schumann resonance, you know, go sky high and that's, um, and people are going through the ascension symptoms and uh, with all of that, at the same time as this old timeline is dissipating, people are feeling the frequency shifting and if they're not doing a spiritual practice, oh my, it's getting hot in the kitchen. And uh, we're seeing that right now as the Merrick Garland did what he did and, you know, blazed the violet fire and put all these people in the circle of support. They are walking a fine line and yeah, I could say it that our democracy is hanging by one thread of Superman's hair, 
because they would like to play with these crazy stories that are out there from the Trump crime family. And I heard many talk show hosts today talking about the real aspects in this country. I don't know about Canada, but uh, how people are locked and loaded and they want to play with that concept and mother has said no violence and I even as as of today Natasha said the captain and the admiral are here this is a big deal because right now they raided Mar-a-Lago and there could possibly be nuclear documents that Mr. Trump had that are connected with the 13 families and the oligarchs. And I would just say that, you know, like Captain Ashtar has said to me face to face, there will be no nuclear extinction level events. Yet the saber rattling, as that word is out there, loosh. They feed on the fear. If they could feed and ramp it up so much so that, you know, people are paralyzed, that's what they get off on. And this is what they're playing with because they have an empty hand. Yeah, there are conventional technologies that are being used right now that can cause a lot of death. And at the same time, the galactics are here. And I got to say, the captain and the admiral know how to do this in proper perspective where the planet is not freaked out by the presence. You know, Dr. Greer keeps telling us how to use the protocols and how to connect on that inner level with the galactics so that, you know, we can get the messages. I, in my own metaphorical way, call it, I talk to the force. I talk to Master Yoda, Master Obi-Wan. It's just a story, but at the same time, it's real. Because where do they get the stories from? The legends, you know, George Lucas sat with Jamie Sams to get the story of Luke and Leah and Anakin. And, and oh my God, that's a whole nother tangent. But um, what's going on here, right here, right now, um, Ukraine and Russia are trading hot shots at each other at the largest nuclear power plant in Europe. This is a big effing deal. And this is why, as of today, Natasha said, the captain and the admiral are here. They're not gonna let something like Chernobyl or worse or Three Mile Island happen, but they are scaring the heaven out of everyone with the stories of the mainstream media, as the old saying goes, from the movie Network, if it bleeds, it leads. Because 
they're not talking about positive stories about meeting masters and angels and masters yet uh, there are all kinds of folks out there talking about that all across the realms and this is what's happening you know the slice of the old paradigm is just that yeah I think though that uh, he's going to talk to us for about an hour and 25 minutes when we play Dr. his Greer. latest report. And he's saying that they don't want you to know about this yet. <laughs> it's kind of a weird title. Yeah. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that people are interested now. Yeah. And it's getting bigger by the day because um, we're being visited and they can't hide with the matrix anymore. Like Randy said, there is no virus. What they're playing with is this thing loose and it's, you know, the psychic energy that can paralyze someone when they you know, play with the 5G and the other technologies to make you think you're losing your mind. Yes, but as Randy's saying, there's energies available now, so stay and and your report coming from Tom the Cat and Sweet Angelicus. Uh, you know, during each day, uh, Throughout the day, just got to take a little short moment, four or five minutes even, and do some breathing and, and settle into a, a, a meditative state. And it brings you to a higher awareness. Clear mind, as the hun calls it. Yeah. And, and to do it throughout the day, you know, I mean, three or four times a day, the it keeps because uh, there's so much going on and there's a struggle. The old paradigm is hanging on. Desperately. Yeah, that was right. Natasha told you that what president, former president Trump's very, very scared right now. Yeah. And I've read stories that everyone he speaks to he is kind of doing a double take. Are they wearing a wire or not? And it's, you know, it's the exposure of the 13 families of 13,000 years of mind control and rape, pillage, and plunder, and it ends now. Well, Rama, you can read this, but I was going to say President Trump. He was in session. (laughs) Kitty. (laughs) He was in the courtroom with with Attorney General Letitia James. Yes. Or somewhere in her office or something. But she spent five and a half hours with him. And he took the Fifth Amendment 450 times in that five and a half hour session. 
That tells you what the nature of the beast is looking like about now. You know, it's like, um, he doesn't want to talk about it. And on a higher level, St. Germain, who was one of the founding fathers of this country, along with Thomas Jefferson and John Adams and George Washington, and they were part of the Masons, and some good came out of those things with the teachings of the Rosicrucians. And I, I, I firmly know that St. Germain is not going to let this country go down. No. But he's not going to do it for us either. No, he's not. We got to be Although he's had an office in Washington, D.C. and two more offices in Virginia for at least as as long as you've been telling us. It's about 25 years of that. Yeah. So, and he doesn't age, so he hangs out and everybody knows he doesn't age and everybody knows him. Yeah. (laughs) And then they don't talk about it. But uh, this is an interesting time to be alive. I hear something. Anybody got something they want to ask? (laughs) Caroline? No, um, I'm just, um, gosh, has... Natasha or anyone, you know, she's saying the captain and the admiral are here. They're not going to let something happen like Chernobyl uh, or Chernobyl. Um, So are they confident that what the old crowd are doing is just uh, like Rama was saying, saber rattling. They're just, um, it's a macho show to incite fear. Um, Yes. I don't know. They're doing something that's not so cool. I mean, they've got a battle going on at a nuclear plant in Ukraine. What? <laughs> yeah. That's like, you That's know. ridiculous. They've got six radioactive places there. Six places where they could have a Chernobyl, Chernobyl six times over. And yeah, that- but, um, you know... The Ashtar Command would be wise to that, to the fact that they would make it look like a nuclear accident. Yeah. And at this point, I think things have gone far enough that that would be stopped. I I truly hope so, at any rate. I do, too, because uh, that that would hurt the whole of Europe. And it would go around the world, obviously. Yeah, it would go around the world. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and... it would. When they... Release plutonium. I was right in the middle of it. And, oh my God. Yeah, I'm still here. I literally stopped breathing. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rama, um, do you have a, a formal news update? To, to yeah, I do. Great. I just wanted to take a moment and put my heart on my sleeve and say we do need help to get cat food and basics and we have three bills coming and it's it's hairy right now and gas and I thank everyone and we're still and yet we're grateful because we got some wonderful help to yes yeah so all right well um Thank you for letting us know because I know this community does like to support you and that you and Tara are, 
um, meant to be supported by the light community. Your boss, uh, King of Swords, made that very clear. So um, you can't have a job out in the world. So um, to donate, even if it's only $10, $15, that's fine. Um, Don't be shy. (laughs) If 100 people do that, wonderful. Uh, You would go to rainbowroundtable.net. And then you hit the tab that says donate. So go ahead, Rama. Go ahead. Okay. This starts on Friday, Dalai Lama. If you practice compassion, whether you believe in a religion or not, you will come to realize the value of compassion for your own peace of mind. Even a small act of compassion grants meaning and purpose to our lives. And I see this every day going on as the energies are getting higher. People are opening up more and more. And this is Saturday. I received a text message from Tom the Cat and Sweet Angelique the Cat at 1155 a.m. late this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, there was a major solar flare today and a humongous coronal hole opened up in the sun. And through the hole in the sun, multiple solar flares were said to Earth. The Schumann resonance is off the charts again. Leaving the Legion of, leave the Legion of Doom alone. Stay in the high heart. Focus on the energies coming in. Satnam Namaste, blaze the fire. fire. Um, and this is Sunday. I received a text message from Lady Nada at 12.58 early this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, President Zelensky and the Ukraine military are shelling the largest nuclear power plant in all of Europe, located in northern Europe. No, northern Ukraine. Northern Ukraine. <laughs> I, and, and blaming it on Russia. There is right now on the site of the plant some kind of military standoff between Ukraine's military and Russia's military. At this point, Natasha said both sides need to evacuate this area and send in the droids to cool the plant down. Mm-hmm. Let us put all of this in the circle of support and place the fire fire. As John Pilcher has recently said, this is the most dangerous time. We need to stop all war now. War is over. <laughs> See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam, namaste, grace of God. And this is Monday. This is the Dalai Lama. The past is past. Nothing can change it. But the future depends on the present. We still have the opportunity to shape it. This is not a matter of employing technology or spending more money. It is a question of developing a sense of concern for others' well-being. 
This is Monday. I received a text message from Rosa of Palestine at 11.38 a.m. late this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, in a first strike, Israel bombed Gaza. Eight minutes after a ceasefire was agreed upon between Israel and the Islamic Jihad group in Gaza, thus breaching the agreement. What you won't hear from any news agencies is that the Islamic Jihad are not Palestinians, rather they are black ops for both the United States and Israel who are really doing the return rocket fire and blaming it on the Palestinians. It's just like with Russia and Ukraine. This is a giant psyops, collaborative operation between Israel's Mossad and our CIA. There are war crimes and crimes against humanity. 44 Palestinians, I heard 45, and 15 or 16 children. That's, it's supposed to say 45. Yeah, it's 44. Oh, yeah, well, it was 44 when we wrote it. Yeah. It was the next day that somebody died. And over 1,300 Palestinians were injured. Lord Rama, I am at an undisclosed location. And, I and that to... one that died was a child, so it went from 15 children to 16 children. I suppose we could get that changed because it didn't happen, those two things, until the next day. Yes. Lord Rama, I am at an undisclosed location, and I need to move now. I will talk to you again soon. Please place Palestine and Israel in your circle of support. The life of the most faithful one, Satan Namaste. All we are saying is give peace a chance, ways of fire. This is Tuesday. I received a text message from Lady Natasha at 11.25 a.m. late this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, the lamestream news are reporting that there were several explosions in Crimea. The area where this occurred was at a Russian airfield where the Russians were detonating explosives that needed to be destroyed. Now the lamestream Western media is reporting on this incident saying that the Ukrainians were shelling this Russian airfield called the Saki military airfield. Yet this is incorrect. Anything to disinform the public. Meanwhile, the 8-8 Lions Gate is open and all of our galactic friends are coming in. What is happening is our son, Saul, is sending out frequencies, and our scientists have determined that an unprecedented solar flash is imminent. As this solar flash fully actualizes, if we are open in our hearts to embrace the energies, we'll experience um, 
the rainbow bridge linking our physical realm of being with the coming realm of pure spirit. As Robin LaPlante, the astrologer, describes, these moments of profound awareness occur and one is awakened to them, their higher, higher truth, stepping through the lion's gate and embracing the energies can serve as a map to the future. So, so as we embrace these higher energies coming in, stay in the violet flame and the white fire core of being, Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. And this is today, uh, or Wednesday. Um, I received a text message from Tom, the ringtail cat, and sweet Angelique the cat at 11.50 a.m. this morning. They were over Antarctica and in a low Earth orbit. They were monitoring the aurora borealis. They said to me, there are lots of cosmic rays coming in. The rays have divine messages to help the people and all of life on Earth. In other news, former President Trump and at his deposition of five and a half hours in length, took the Fifth Amendment 450 times before Attorney General of New York, Letitia James. The Legion of Doom is going down fast. The Republicans persist in wanting a world war. War is over if you want it. All the wise counsels of elders are here. Stay in that vibration. Satnam Namaste plays the Bible five. This is today, Thursday. I received a text message from Lady Natasha at 11.09 this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, Russia and Ukraine are blaming each other for the shelling going on at the biggest nuclear plant, Zaporuzhia. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> they spell it, uh, they got two Z-H's in a row. Z-H, I learn some Russian. <laughs> Can you? Could you spell it for us? Oh, C-A-P-O-R-O-C-H-Z-H-I-A. Wow, okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) This is a red alert. Place the violet fire. (laughs) The captain and the admiral are here. There will not be any nuclear extinction level event. This story is about us taking our power back with love. And with love, we can change the current paradigm. This is the time and the place. As we speak to the force, we will get our answers. Lady Natasha went on. I am relaying the following message directly from the captain. 
take time to meditate during the day, every day, preferably at the same time, as it builds up the momentum in the quantum field. Stay in the high part. Satnam Namaste Brace if I require. I pass this talking stick back to you, Caroline. Wow, that's kind of a breathless report there. Um, I I would say it leaves us asking at least as many questions as it answers. Um, Yeah. And it's, um, I'm just wondering why, um, this is several times that Lady Master Natasha has said, the captain is here and the admiral is here. Does she mean on the ground? Why do you think that she's saying that so definitively? I think that in a way she's saying that they are literally moments away from taking the airwaves and changing how we talk and and communicate about things because in a, a way I could describe it as the old matrix goes down and the Atlantean grid to use that metaphor, comes up and we're in zero point energy and we have a different way how to communicate with each other with the higher realms where it's not fear and fascination with the dark side. Yes. All right. Uh, Penny has a question, Rama. Go ahead, Penny. Nice. I was unmuting at the wrong place. Um, (laughs) Rama, um, going back to something that was said early, if the you, and I I think Micah brought it up, and I don't know whether Randy's listening to hear it too, um, wouldn't the U.S. be ready to, more ready to sign the nuclear uh, agreement or peace agreement now that Iran is um, not on uh is not on the list anymore like because uh akesha said that they're not having it the foundation's having nothing to do with them anymore because they want war not peace i would say that it would certainly push the united states to uh make moves very quickly to align themselves with the peace dream well the uh I mean, Trump, you're talking about the one with Iran, right? Yeah. Trump got rid of just to, uh Just to clarify, um, they've withdrawn their support from the Iranian government, but not the people of Iran, not the nation. Let's make that, uh, I believe we need to clarify that part. Well, who, so how does that work then, Micah? Do you know, or does Randy know? How does that work? I mean, how can you how can you separate something? Who would speak for the people? So how do you separate the government of a country from the people of the country? Because who speaks for the people? The people of Iran will back Mr. Kesh before they back their government. That's my feeling. Yeah, yeah but how does that and, and, work? How does well, that the, work, Randy? You have to realize that the first documented thing they did in June of 2020 when they took an entire town and yeah. they treated treated everybody with with the cup one the mil- a special division of the Iran military did all the tests 
So those people will back Mr. Cash up no matter what he says. We have to realize that that the Cash Foundation and Mr. Cash are nothing to do with religion and nothing to do with politics. They're a space institute to take us into space and awareness of and to, and to bring peace through the awareness of right, raising the soul's awareness. And the biggest stoppage in every single peace talk that the United States is involved in is Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All the time. Why? Because Israel wants to dominate and take control of any technology that comes into the States so they can take it, resell it, and use it for war. And that's not going to be allowed. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, okay. But that still doesn't answer the question. Um, Who does Mr. Cash deal with uh, then? And yes, I understand that the people in Iran would support him after some of the things that he's done for the people in the country. Uh, But how how does that work practically, in practical terms? You know, when when does, how can he, I know he's, wanting to push the government aside because it's gone, it's, it's uh, hell-bent for election in nuclear development. But who do you deal with? And I, it's maybe not just a question for Iran either. It's a question here in, the, in Canada or in the United States. If, if our government doesn't do what we want to do and, and we want to um, go ahead with, say, a, an agreement with Mr. Cash, how do we do that? when we're not the government? One thing that Mr. Kesh has said, it's up to you now, the knowledge seekers, to carry this energy forth. And when you broadcast love, no matter where you go, if you sit and broadcast love, that changes things. But if you've drank the plasma water of any of the Gansas, that's going to increase your auric field. And we get everybody doing that. The idea is to create a peace dome and an energy dome of nothing but peace and harmony. And the universe is backing that up. The sun's backing that up. We all on this call are backing that up. Okay. I, and I, so, so, but I can't answer that question. I think only Mr. Kesh would be able himself. Because we don't. You're going in and out, Randy. He would probably not talk about, maybe my battery's dying in my microphone too. He would probably not talk about this openly in public. Hmm. Well, and the other, the other factor that's going to be working in the favor of the people is that once the, the announcements are made and that, that whole, um, aura of love permeates the atmosphere around the globe, then people's attitudes start to soften and shift and change. And that will also help. But that still doesn't quite answer my question. But anyway, I I don't know that there is an answer to that question. But I thought I'd put it out there. Like I said, I think for that question, uh, Mr. Kesh would be the one to to, uh, answer that. Because, because we, well, we don't we don't know what's happening behind the scenes of all these meetings. Yeah. At one point, Mr. Kesh said there's one he was attending. He wasn't going to attend them anymore. All it was 
was a bunch of rich politicians living off the backs of the public, getting together for a fancy dinner at $1,000 a plate and talking for hours, not doing anything, and simply agreeing to meet next year to do the same thing again. He was talking about Davos? He was talking about some, I don't know if it was about Davos. Mm. So we yeah. have to look at the same thing we've we've heard for years and years and years. Please give to XYZ Foundation so we can find a cure. Well, if there's a cure found, the foundation has no more business. Correct. A lot of these, a lot of these charitable organizations. Yes, I, I helped to expose one in Africa that was taking in millions and millions of dollars to help save the Bengal tigers in India. It turns out that 85% of the costs or 85% of the money that was donated was spent by the lady doing it on her clothes or airplane fares and everything. And it was shut yep. down. Yep. It I think this shut is, down. The this animals is, got nothing. The game reserve got nothing. She, you know, 15%, what's that going to do? Buy a few sacks of grain. That's it. I'll pass the talking stick. Oh, this is extremely common across the line as far as nonprofits are concerned, that these execs will pull in unbelievable salaries. (laughs) I mean, the head of of Planned Parenthood, um, she's the former, uh, the the late former governor of Texas, Ann Richards' Mm. daughter, Cecile Richards. She was making something like well over five hundred thousand a year as the head of Planned Parenthood, and I mean, what is the point of being in a nonprofit if you're going to haul in a a corporation exec salary? It's just obscene, and you see it across the board, over and over. In fact, I think this is what Graham Hancock was talking about in his book, The Lords of Poverty, and it's true what Randy says: if you cure a problem. You put a lot of people out of a well-paying position. Um, it, it's a shame. It really is. That's one of the things that will be righted by Nasara, I believe. Yeah. Well, yes, and, and that comes back to the whole question of governance. Uh, so it, it remains to be seen how this is all going to, to work itself out. Uh, because if if the if an old scenario plays out, we'll end up back where we're going. We're back where we are now. Ultimately, in the long run, over centuries, because it's taken centuries and so on for this to develop the situation we're in to develop. So, getting um, people in charge or people leading the pack, even if it isn't in charge in charge, who remain honest and remain dedicated to the work they're doing and to the people they're working with is the challenge that we're facing. Uh, people who have integrity and stick with stick with the integrity. But maybe that also changes when there's a lack of duality uh, because it's the, du- it's the dual nature of our existence at the moment that's giving the push and pull that we find in, our, in ourselves and in our society and our families and so on. At least that's what the, how I'm beginning to think. Of, I'm thinking about it, but I don't know whether that's hot air or not. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point, uh, Penny. I really do. Mm. Um, 
if, if we were, were to remain in duality any much longer on this planet, I don't think we'd make it. So all of this is happening now, all of this energy pouring in. I'm just, and it's shifting it. It's just that some people are, are horribly uncomfortable with that. And mm-hmm. we were talking about that on the, on the abundance call last night about how the sun's rays of this higher light pouring in is putting us in our heart space. And some people are happier with that than others. And I'm wondering, you know, Lord Rama, when you talk about um, the, the cosmic rays, um, let me see, where is it? I'm looking in my notes here. Oh, da, da, da. I can't quite find it. But um, yeah, there are lots of cosmic rays coming in. Tom, the cat, and sweet Angelique, the cat, were saying, to help the people and all life on Earth. What do they mean by cosmic rays? Are they talking about solar rays? They're talking about like uh, gamma rays and the different frequencies of the 144,000 different rays of color that work with the angels and masters. And And these rays are connected with the neutrinos that are coming in and they come from uh deep space and they travel actually into the planet they found neutrinos in the arctic circle and in antarctica and sometimes these neutrinos uh, have traveled millions of light years to come to earth And what Tom and Sweet Angelique were saying to me is that they have divine messages about how the building blocks of life work in conjunction with our expanded DNA. As we take the time to sit and listen to the frequencies coming in, that's the key. You got to slow down, stop. Take the time to meditate, to hear the sound. That's how it works. And that's a big deal for a lot of us. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm wondering why why do they keep going to Antarctica? Um, Because at the North Pole and the South Pole, the frequencies coming in from the sun are the most uh, direct and intense. And it's changing the actual physical atmosphere. And how they described it is somehow these cosmic rays are dissipating the chemtrails, even though, you know, they still spray every single day and I only can say it's to shift the climate disruption that's going on because we have climate disruption all over the planet going on France is on fire in many locations and Mr. Macron has you know um, yeah He's called the military out to fight the fires. It's a big deal. I don't think they know how to fight fires. You know, they're calling in other uh, other countries <laughs> to fight the fires as well. 
Yeah, they need firefighters. Fire yeah. Fires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that topic of fires, uh, Mr. Kesh mentioned um, they have the technology to for, for for taking care of the fires. They basically put a plasma dome. All the animals are saved. And the funny thing is, after the fires put out, it brings in the rain somehow through this technology. Whoa. So that's coming as well. Yeah. That's oh. that's it. he already told us that 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 is been developed and yeah so wow cool. oh i love it <laughs> thank you i wonder that was a good one yeah <laughs> that was that is very helpful to know these- i'm wondering did they i'm sorry let me just let me just ask micah quickly i'm sorry um did they ever find kesha's son um I'm not sure about that. I don't have an answer for that. I, I, I think I heard him saying uh, he doesn't know where he is uh, not too, too long ago. Um, well, at least, yeah. So I, I, I can't really comment on that one. I'm not sure. Right. Okay, that's all right. Probably uh, it's not something that Mr. Cash himself really makes public. Anyway, go ahead, Tara. I'm sorry. Oh, Let's just send uh, more love towards that situation and yeah, hopefully it all works out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you know, that's kind of got a tug on him because who's got him? Yes. Yeah. Who's yeah. messing with his son? You know, that's. You know. Well, that all has a lot to do with the Belgian elites. Um, they had a, a very checkered past with the those specifically the belgian uh king and uh, other other things where he did open up in uh one of his a few weeks ago back knowledge seekers workshop he brought to light for the first time in public about that history uh where um one of the Belgians had uh infiltrated the highest levels in the Keshe foundation without their knowledge and then all these things came about where they brought put together two terabytes of information, co- co-conspiring with Israel and the United States to um, basically defame, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> slander Mr. Kesh and, and make it look like he's trying to develop nuclear weapons. Uh, so anyhow, they eventually got these people out of the Kesh Foundation permanently. And uh, they were also involved in some very serious high-level pedophilia uh, trafficking networks. And uh, this particular people that had infiltrated ended up actually getting prosecuted through the courts and put into life sentences for pedophilia. And he told us that uh, on the public teachings just a few weeks ago for the first time, which was pretty interesting. And he said, you know... Don't listen to me. You can look up the court documents and the records. It's all in there. In, so, in what country? In what country? Belgium. In Belgium. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 There are powerful networks in Europe as well. I mean, in many, many countries. But um... yeah, this particular one is very, very, very uh, well uh, established and um, such like that. <clears throat> Yes. Yeah. 
you know, European royalty are involved in those networks, and it's crazy. It's it's just um, high level politicians in many countries, U.S., Europe, Canada, everywhere practically. It's just it's completely out of control, and I would really love for us to send light as well to the situation of what they call MMIW, which is the missing and murdered indigenous women um, because they disappear at the rate of something like 10 times the, the normal amount. Um, if there's a, a big event, a powwow, a gathering of some kind, especially at night, traffickers come in and it's easy for them to steal girls and young women. So um, we send light to that because mm-hmm. that's got to stop. Um, it's uh, it's an out of control situation. And I'm wondering when they're going to bust Trump and his pal, his, his fellow hologram pal, uh, who he supposedly ran against in 2016 uh, for the child trafficking they've been doing for at least 35 years. Oh, um, you're talking about Hillary Clinton? Yeah. But yeah, what the, his these, pal, all right. They are pals. That's yeah. right. But with they, these documents they took, there could be anything in there. They could trace it, you know, financially, in financial records. Who knows? I mean, I think that's what the galactics are most uh, focused on coming in here to save the children from that kind of trafficking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it makes us a nightmare planet. <laughs> a place yeah, where children I, aren't safe, I mean. I just do this whole thing of, oh, vote for Hillary, vote for Trump. I'm saying, what's the difference <laughs> in terms of the general societal controlling attitude uh, in the politics of that? It, there isn't any. And, uh, and 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 bottom line, when you're trafficking your children, what what does that do with the whole society? How does that make any sense? And uh, I'm just saying, you know, mother was saying there's not going to be any violence, and there will be. I mean, uh, about five hundred thousand people escorted in starships off the planet or the uh, you know and I think that's the only thing they can do that can keep it not violent because these characters are making so much money and the, the gap is so huge and everyone uh, this morning on Amy they were talking about the housing problem in all these different states yeah and many it's big Many of the red states, it, they are criminalizing people that don't have a home. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. What are you supposed to do? What's, yeah. the, crime, what's the crime again? <laughs> I, I, the well, they used to call it vagrancy. Right. Um, if they found someone who was just sort of outside and living on a park bench or under a tree or something or in a tent but it's so out of control i don't think we've got enough prisons you know it's it's turning insane the high percentage of people in the u.s that we have in prison higher than any other country by far 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. you know several million people. That's insane. That's completely and, 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 crazy. And what, what are we doing? We're only making them. Uh, there's no healing going on. There. It's a revolving slave system, like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it is because they it, use it, them for slave labor. Yeah, right. I, is this one of the? Um, is this one of the results of corporatism? Um, one of the ultimate results of corporatism? I feel it is. Of cor- corporatizing the prison system? I feel yeah. it is strongly. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, and the same thing's happening with um, with uh, health services and so on. Uh, and in, in what way, Penny? Well, they're trying to, the, the effort, and, and, and uh, that one came to mind because I was just talking to my friend in uh, Northern England uh, this week, beginning of the week, and her partner uh, has got dementia really badly. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had to, first of all, he's in a, in a care home for people with dementia, and he had to go to the hospital. Would she come and take him to the hospital? And she says, well, I'm just having my dinner. Well, you know, we don't have enough staff to send anybody with him. So they had to wait till she could get there for for her to take him to the emergency. When she got there, she waited uh, four hours before he was taken in and seen to. And in the meantime... There were all the gurneys lined lined up all along the hallway. This was and this was a hospital she'd worked in, in an administrative position for all of most of her working life, and she was just in tears telling me the story because this had been one of the prides of the city. This hospital, and where, where uh, was this? Where this was... is in Wigan. All it's right. in what one of the one of the boroughs in Wigan. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And so the the gurneys are lying the the hallways in the in the in the ER or they call it EA uh, section of the hospital, and she said if I hadn't have been there, one of the uh, ambulance attendants would have had to stay with him until he got seen to. I said, well, isn't there a numbering system? Don't they go in by that you know in order as they came in? She said, not really. You know, if somebody comes in and uh, they're drunk or something or some there's a murder or some kind of a really bad um, accident like that, those people get precedence. She says it's all old people on the gurneys. And uh, so that got us into all other kinds of discussions. But the cost of medicine and, you know, and whatever, like she's got insurance for this, but not everybody has insurance. So the story there is the same as the story here. You know, if you don't have uh, money to have insurance policies, you're SOL, right? Uh, it's and and as wow. I was telling her, it's just because there's an attempt um, to buy to buy the well. The, the national health in England has been under threat for quite some time. That's yes. why I said what I said, Caroline. And yeah. because it's been the it's been the envy of a lot of countries, yeah. But somebody can see a way to make more money, and and I tell you what, so many people are just being tossed out on the street, and oh my God, it's the stories are horrific. Yeah. Oh, just so horrific. It's, it's enough to make me cry just listening to the story about yeah. the hospitals. Never mind about my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. 
we're right on that edge, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, varying humanitarian crises. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, the U.S. has been called a third world country these days <laughs> because of the, such low income compared to incredibly high cost of living. And, um, yeah. Did, did, did uh, Tara pass on the numbers about who, how many have died as a result of COVID? Have you done that yet, Tara? No, but Rama's talked to Natasha about it. And it's just, it's mind boggling. You know, I was estimating and guesstimating 60 or 70 million in the United States. It's 150 million that have died from their little game in the United States that they're calling this thing that Randy just got through telling us doesn't exist called the virus. Yeah. That's mind bending, isn't it? 150 you're saying? I just blanked out because 150 million. Million. Yeah. Yes, I got that part. Americans. And how how big is the population of your country? We well, were 320 for a long time. Actually got up to 330 something. Yes, we moved to 330. Yes. At a certain point in time, about three years it's, ago. It's not now. No. I mean... Has it, but speaking about the disappearance of Indigenous women, hasn't everybody noticed, like, one out of two... Half of the population of the United States isn't there anymore. How can that happen if yeah. people not notice? It is strange. It it doesn't look to me, for instance, driving around Santa Fe, that there's not that many people here. <laughs> or if you're in LA, it's bumper to bumper um, madness, absolute madness. It's so crowded in that town. So maybe certain places are more crowded than others. I don't know. That's that's the part I don't understand. It it doesn't seem to me. I don't hear about people saying, wow, the population's really thinned out or we don't seem to have that many people left in our town or something like that. And that's the part I don't I don't quite follow. But um, I think they're keeping that locked down pretty secure. The only person I ever heard say anything to be realistic was Amy. And Amy was saying, well, Amy Goodman, democracy dot org. Yeah. Yeah. And, and way back in, I think it was. Uh, 2019 in June or something she was I can't remember but she was saying it's maybe it wasn't until till 2020 in June or something she was, I think it was 2020 in June but she was saying that you can multiply all the numbers you hear by 10 but then I heard on another report you can take that multiplication of 10 and multiply it again by 10 and then maybe you get close so then you're up to about 80 million but now Natasha said 150 million they have eliminated 150 million and again I would be 100% sure to say that they would pick every person of color they could get their hands on first I I was going to offer I was going to offer the idea that if it is in the areas where people of color live, regardless of the color, then nobody's going to pay much attention to the numbers or to what they see on the streets or don't see. But if it happened in a, in a more prosperous area, somebody would be noticing that. So it's another form of, or another uh, expression of racism again. Absolutely. Uh, what I'm getting is that um, 
by and large, at least 80% were vulnerable people, quite elderly or in a facility. Um, and um, the illness spread quickly. And once they were had forced to take the jab, that didn't help any. And um, children in some cases, but mainly those who were already ill, had comorbidities and um, or developmentally, um, you know, slower people or uh, people who are just vulnerable. That's what I'm hearing, that they used it sort of the way the Nazis used their plans to get rid of certain populations that they just didn't want, not only Jewish people, but um, as many gays as possible, as many gypsies, as many in- intellectuals as possible, as gypsies as they were called then. Um, but it, but yeah. Caroline, in those cases, uh, in that situation, that meant that many years ago, it was an active, it was an active pursuit of people like that. In this case, it's a sneaky, underhanded, deadly, unseen um, attack oh, on yes. humanity. Yes, and, and so that makes absolutely. it all the more vile, actually. Yes, it's all the more a heinous crime because they made it look as if they were concerned for people's health and made it look like it was a public health emergency in which everyone has to pull together. We'll get through this together kind of tagline. And and uh, in fact, it was utterly insidious. They just crept in and um, infected whomever and then... Um, didn't uh, follow through on protocols they knew would cure people. They chose protocols they knew would kill them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely horrifying. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I wish so. I could sing and dance right now because we need one of those. <laughs> yes, indeed. We do. We do. Absolutely. I need to be able to sing and dance and dance on the barroom table right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> Oh, my. Uh, well, you know, um, I'm looking at my notes here and um, the text from Lady Master Natasha. Um, is is she an ascended master or is she just one of your contacts, Lord Rama? She is. She's a, a human being like you and me. And uh, she works for the FSB and she used to work for the KGB. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she speaks fluent Russian. She is Russian. Yeah, she is. Well, I I expect so. (laughs) But I love when she says we are to open our hearts to embrace the energies we'll experience um, while the lion's gate is still open. And I guess tomorrow is is the end of that lion's gate portal, time portal. I think so. I'm not sure exactly. But the energies are not finished, though. No. 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 No, Okay, fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, wasn't Lady Master not a uh, a partner with the King of Swords at one time? No, that was Natasha. That's okay. Well, I mean Natasha. Oh, okay. Well, that Nada is a different person, but yeah, Nada's the one in the uh, in the U in the United Nations, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, yes, but see, what's interesting is that Natasha was the King of Swords' ex-wife, and Nada is. The King of Swords twin flame. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. What did you just say? Interesting. Oh oh How do you do that? Natasha was the King of Swords, is the King of Swords' ex-wife. 
and Nada is the King of Swords twin flame. Oh, okay. I okay. My ears were doing wonky things just then. <laughs> okay, but so the two names are similar. It's all very interesting, and I mean, you know, I'm just saying that we're very familiar, uh, having known these people, and Raman knows all of them. Yes, I know Nada very well, uh, as as well as I could, uh, considering that she had to take off and go around the world and do other things. But she, uh, uh, I don't know if Micah remembers, but uh, she had two children, and Micah was a little bit older than them, and she used to come over to our place and on her second, give her reading, stuff like that. Yeah, and so Micah used. Wait, to, we missed we missed that because there was some machine uh, roaring. Motorcyclist. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really loud. Road in front of our house doesn't get many cars. It's just got motorcycles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, it's a place where they can go fast because there's not traffic, you know. But anyway, they did that. That I was saying that. Uh, Micah used to play with her two young children uh, and uh, we, sh- we used to go to the office she used to work for the post office it's just so interesting everyday things but that was a, a central place where when we were collecting for Nasara uh, for the uh, different programs that's where it would get collected. And, and that was happening all over the country in major places. In other words, this this work of us putting our money in for Nassar to manifest into these different programs. I mean, people had to come to terms with realizing that that wasn't going to come in tomorrow or the next day. And it had to know that this was money to create the Faction 3 White Knight operations so that this job that they do could get done. That money didn't show up out of thin air because the oligarchs weren't going to provide a group like that for anybody's. You know, they don't want even, just like uh, Dr. Greer's going to say, they they don't want us to know about these things called ETs. And yet the persistence here in the... Whatever circumstances we're all in and have been uh, voluntarily uh, showing up now. I mean, uh, I mean, how did we get together here? Randy and Penny and Micah and Tara and Rama and Omina and Caroline. What a what a crew! <laughs> and. Uh, I just say that the uh, uniqueness of the times we're in and the connections that we have is profound in my experience right now. It's becoming more awesome as we keep coming together, the discussions we have. I don't think we ever gave any numbers out for anybody to call in, did we? (laughs) Yeah, we did early on. And I can give those again, no worries. 
Uh, the numbers to call for Station 2 are 888-429-5471. That's 888-429-5471. Or you can call 323-744-4841. That's 323-744-4841. If you've got a comment or question, we're happy to hear it. Wonderful. So I'm just wondering, I haven't heard this phrase, I haven't heard you use this phrase before, Lord Rama, the white fire core of being. Um, Lady Natasha was saying, as we embrace the higher energies coming in, stay in the violet fire and the white fire core of being. What do you call that? What? How do you describe that? The white fire core of being is a energy frequency that, Serapis Bay is connected with with the temple in Luxor and the Sphinx. And as you go, um, is it the left paw or the right paw? It's in the, um, the, the left paw of the Sphinx. As you go through the left paw of the Sphinx in Giza. Well, actually, if you're looking at the sphinx yeah it's still your left side if you go in through the left paw there is a temple underneath the sphinx and uh master ascended master serapis bay is inside of in charge of the luxor temple and it the White fire core of being flame is there. It's like the eternal flame that is in Asgard, but it's also in Luxor, Egypt. It, 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 it literally continues to burn. Yeah, it burns. It, it's like inexhaustible, like the sun. And it's not using fossil fuels. They no, it, it's fuel. plasma energy. Literally. Yes. Oh, that is amazing. I was just taking notes as you were saying all that because yeah. I can't be, can't be called upon to remember it otherwise. Um, gosh, I do find that the energies um, coming in with the Lionsgate and also with these reports that Rama gives, um, that's what I sense. That's what I'm picking up. And I think, feel that's what probably thousands of people are picking up on is the energies of the reports. Uh, in addition to everything we're experiencing at this time. And um, it's uh, it somewhat, the mind somewhat doesn't grasp the details. It's kind of like looking into a very bright light and you can't see the details of an object as it's coming toward you out of a very bright light and your eyes have to adjust to that light. And maybe we're in that adjustment period. But that is fascinating. I had no idea of that, the white fire core of being, no idea of that flame being there. That's yeah. absolutely yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Did you did you go to Egypt at all in your travels, Rama? Yes. Oh yeah, you went into the king's chamber. I, I went and, and the queen's chamber, right? Yes. And <laughs> I crawled up to the top of the Giza pyramid and I smoked a joint at the top with one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the <laughs> From the outside, you crawled up? From the outside, I crawled all the way up the stones. Oh, my God. It is such an awesome feeling to sit up there. 
You know, you can't do that stuff now. I mean, Mr. Al-Sisi, the general in charge of Egypt, he'll throw you in jail. Yeah, he will. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, At one time in Cairo, the best hashish dealer was the sheriff. Yeah. (laughs) I can believe it. Because he had, and he said, no, this is all approved. And he had an actual stamp on all the hashish, government approved for import, not export. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, I have another thing I've been ser- searching, and I, I finally found it because I haven't sent it out. But there's, there's no such thing as bad news, right? Even, even, even something that's wrong is good news. There was an article uh, from CBC Canada out of British Columbia uh, posted August the 8th. And the, um, the, the title is A Conspiracy Theory About the New World Order Won't Save a Vancouver Home from Foreclosure. And that's the rulings of a judge. So, and this is all about a Chinese lady who told a BC judge her mortgage debt had been completely forgiven. And she invoked a two-decade-old conspiracy theory about a new world order that has recently resurfaced. And this is where it gets even better. According to a recent B.C. Supreme Court ruling, Lou, her name was Karen Way King Lou, appealed a foreclosure order on her Vancouver home on the basis that, quote, something called Nasara G. Sarah had been enacted and all credit card, mortgage and other bank debt would be wiped out in a jubilee of forgiveness. So all of the stuff that goes on here, she's invoking Nasara. And the writer is obviously, you know, really just looking down her nose at all of this idea. Here, this is what it says. The believers in this theory claim that Nasara, the National Economic Security and Reformation Act, was secretly passed by the U.S. Congress in 2000 and set to be announced on September the 11th, 2001. The theory is that all evidence was destroyed when a shadowy cabal of world leaders arranged for the attack on the World Trade Center in New York. GSARA, the Global Economic Security and Reformation Act, is supposedly the worldwide version of the law. Please don't bust a gut now or a blood vessel, Tara. (laughs) Of course, none of that is true. And Lou's arguments had no effect in court. And so the, the judge writes, I have not accepted that Nasara slash Jacera is part of the Canadian legal landscape. I do not accept that Miss Lou has proven there is a new world order pending that uh, a new year, sorry, new world order pending that will end foreclosure proceedings. So then the bank, the judge upheld an order granting conduct of sale for her home to the Bank of Montreal and ordered her to pay the costs as well as the second mortgage holder. Ah. So then they talk phony legal theories based on fanciful interpretations of the law have seen a resurgence since the COVID-19 pandemic began. But this appears to be the first BC court decision in a Nasara Jacera argument that has been posted publicly. Nasara was a real proposal for a bill created by an American man named Harvey F. Barnard, who oh, laid yeah. out his 
There you go. I know yeah. this is just this is just so this bad. This is what Wikipedia says. Yeah. Yeah, no, this sorry, is go just ahead. so bad. Yeah. Who laid out his ideas in a 1996 book entitled Draining the Swamp, Monetary and Fiscal Policy Reform. So people like Lou claim that Nasara has been a law for more than 20 years. You see, they don't even know that, right? Anyway, apparently, what, what, yeah. What publication just, was this? What publication this was this? came from CBC. Uh, our, that's our national radio broadcaster. Good gravy. Yes, ma'am. And they actually said the word Nasara. Yes, radio. this is why this is such a great article, even oh though it's 75% wrong. Yeah, it's just <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's full of faction two disinformation. And um, faction one lack of any information for crying out loud. This is really <laughs> rotten, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is rotten. But the poor lady, she's been going to the wrong websites. But yeah, still mm-hmm. bloody mm-hmm. remarkable. Absolutely oh, here's another one. This is the one that'll get Randy going here. Randy? According to the website, just Sarah News, which Lou relied on to make her arguments in court, former U.S. President Bill Clinton signed Nassara into law at gunpoint. But he supposedly knew, quote, full well that the Illuminati were in charge and that this law was never to be enforced. I never knew that. Unclose quote. It goes on to say that September 11th attacks destroyed all the computers and data related to trillions of dollars in prosperity funds, quote, unquote, that were supposed to be returned to debtors across the country. Since then, the theory goes all public officials, police, judges, journalists and anyone else who knows about Nassar have been subject to a gag order, preventing them from exposing the existence of this supposed new order. It is not mentioned in the court ruling. But the self-proclaimed Queen of Canada, a BC-based QAnon conspiracy influencer named Romana Didulo, has announced on Telegram that she is rolling out Nasara Gisera in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) And I love to hear hear Randy get going on it because um, he has friends in the lower mainland and uh, this woman is just a laughingstock. But anyway... She's wow. crackers, among other things. At least that's what they say. Yeah, the new world order is going to save us all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. that's the line of the first article that that really astounded me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A mishmash of ideas there. Oh, this. Well, there. Wow. It's just. It. Everything is so wrong, and yet, what made me, uh, you know, tickle my toes, you know, with delight is the fact that it's hit the public news, mm. public headlines. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How amazing. Well, that woman that Penny refers to, that Romana, she lives in a halfway house in a basement. Uh, (laughs) She's extorted hundreds of thousands of dollars from her followers to buy her a motorhome. She went down to the she went to the Freedom Convoy rally in Ottawa and burnt a Canadian flag. And then no one arrested her, did nothing because in Canada, that's okay, That's legal. Oh, interesting. Now, I I know a lot about her because a friend of mine is a hypnotherapist and a therapist, and this woman has been known to run around the park in Victoria, spruing and talking to trees, and she was picked up under the mental health order by the RCMP. Mm, And then 
then they they released her. They because she was causing so much havoc, the people were just like, "What's this nutcase doing?" You know, and she said she's the queen, and she's you know, she said if you if you don't do this, I'll kill you, and it's all it's just insaneness. And again, who's fund? I I always ask the question, who's funding it? Well, someone did some looking on her GoFundMe page that she set up in L- in BC to help all the people that were lost their homes by fire, and all the money was going back to her, and GoFundMe refunded all the money back. Then she put up another site to help her movement. Turns out all the money was being funneled to the Liberal Party of Canada. Oh! 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 Yeah, so I mean, the circus, if we realize, you know, there's a video, I'll try to send it to you, Ramantara. It is funny. Someone has taken all these world leaders that said, I get COVID and I'm okay, and they put clown faces on them. It's (laughs) hilarious. It's hilarious. And, you know, because it's just what it is. It's a clown show. Yeah. I've got COVID 14 times. I'm jabbed and I'm everything. And I'm okay. Yeah, I can't keep my coat on. My sunglasses fall off, and I keep tripping. You know, so I mean, yeah, we have to realize, folks, that this is just part of the play. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like this: the 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 kings and queens and bishops have left the chessboard. So you have all the pawns, and that's all we're left with is the pawns. Yeah, and that's something... why it's called a Ponzi scheme, Rama. Randy? Yep, that's right. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well I, I, please I, I, send twenty nine ninety five to I need more money at i i need it dot com. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lord well, Mama, I, are the, are the um, sorry? I just want to quickly ask: Are the arrests still taking place? The high level arrests? Yes. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, and those ship prisons are real. I don't think, you know, um, Merrick Garland is, you know, crazy as it sounds. You know, he's tied in with all the major players here. I I think that, you know, we're at a serious juncture here because mm-hmm. of the fact that the word nuclear is being brought into the conversation. Yep. Uh, that's that's a big deal right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they said they were looking, FBI searched Trump's home to look for nuclear documents and other items, sources say. And there's an allusion or alluding to, I mean, that he might be selling nuclear secrets to other foreign countries. Like Mr. Kim or... Uh, I mean, that would be very ugly. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you don't you don't take the Fifth Amendment in five and a half hours 450 times for nothing. <laughs> well, they were making fun of him on one of the news shows. I guess it, I just watched a clip on uh, YouTube um, where they showed over and over the Drumpf was making these, you know, his little off the cuff speeches. And he kept saying, people taking the Fifth Amendment, awful, just awful. 
that shows they're criminals. That shows they're trying to hide something. <laughs> and um, the uh, Morning Joe couple, was that Joe something and, and Joe Mika? And Mika? Mika? Brzezinski. Brzezinski. You're having a chuckle on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. They're kind of interesting, but they're they're the more conservative bunch. But they're they're kind of interesting. I, I I mean, I've taken to just seeing what that group of consciousness is doing. Well, Trump was extremely insulting toward Mika, uh, going back five or six years, and yeah. um, saying that she had had um, facial surgery. Um, plastic surgery and uh, oh it was just disgusting the things he was saying Um, and uh, what business is that of his well none but he you know he would he makes these dreadful comments about women that are pretty graphic and that was one of them I won't repeat it it was just really graphic and uh, I think they've kind of had it out for him ever since So um, that came in well, handy. We got to remember: not only has Biden been dead for three years, Trump's been dead for that long too. Oh and yes, they're both holograms at this point. Mm-hmm. They're both solid yeah. holograms at this point. Yeah, and that's an interesting uh, concept. You know, it's it made it really. I you know it's very challenging because. Um. You know, there's in general uh, this attitude in the news where they're trying to take sides. And there are no sides to this uh, corrupt operation. That's, you know, there's not even a country here yet. There's just a corporation. Uh, Speaking about people being dead, uh, Rama, have you heard anything more about uh, the Queen of England? No, I haven't. But she's okay. been a hologram for a long time. That's yeah. another one that's not. I just know England is go- going through a major economic upheaval that is pretty, pretty intense. And well, what, what do you mean, Rama? In what way? I, I think it has to do with the the state of affairs because the um, the things going on with the the gas pipelines and the oil connected to Russia and the Ukraine situation and the other fiascos going on that um, Boris the animal had to resign and now there's to, I don't know who the next person is going to become the prime minister, but it, it's a mess. <laughs> My friends in England said they expect their heating bills to triple this winter. Yeah. Because they bought all this gas. I don't, she doesn't know from what country, but they're saying that they paid between 1,000 and 5,000% more than the normal asking price. The government paid that to another government. They bought it at a time at an absolutely ridiculously high price. 
Yeah. Wow. God. That is going to, wow. like for all the people that I know up north, that that's going to be a killer financially and maybe even physically. Yeah. Yes. As it is in England, uh, the price of oil, most people have these oil um, tanks behind their house and it gets filled you know, every month or so is needed to keep the heat on. And as it is, elderly will live just downstairs all winter. They don't heat the upstairs because it's just too much to heat the whole house. And um, even then, sometimes they're they're really in trouble and they'll and they'll go to the people who are elderly and retired. They'll go to the library during the day because it's heated and then they don't have to have the heat on in their house all the time. And it's it, to think that that's going to get worse is is not great news. Yeah. Yeah. But then we're no, Sarah now. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah now is right. Yeah, I, I was going to say tomorrow we have our show and it's on station one, everybody. That's really important. Yeah. Uh, every Friday we have our show on station one. I just wanted to bring that to mind. And um, I think that you can listen on station one. I'm not sure. I mean, I think there has still got a listening number, 631 359 9353. You're listening, Don. Is that still sure? Or yes, it is. Oh, it is. Oh. Yes. Okay. Did, uh, I, I just want to also say that I've sent out a page um, in which I've put together the information about Thursday, Friday, and Saturday's calls in a tabular form so that you can get the conference call numbers, you can see the time, you can see the name of the program, and then underneath a list of all of the things that is available. You know, you can listen online, you can listen by phone, you can call in to interact during the live shows, and you can access customer service. So all of those things are listed on this document. And uh, I don't know whether Rama's printed it out for you, Tara, but uh, you, it's all there for you to use. And for everybody oh, else, Rama, as well. can you do that? Pardon me? No, I was just asking Rama. Ram? Oh, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that for you. I'm, I'm just going to say that the feeling I get, even though we're being asked to be patient, is that it's already done. That is a given. And what I mean by that is they've got a whole plan and we don't know exactly the dates, but the plan is to wake up the people in a very methodical way, in a very calm way and an orderly way. And this is not about blaming. It's just not because we all participated in this world at this time to wake each other up together. And, you know, there's a service being done by each one. I'm not giving any credence to what it is or isn't. I'm just saying that there's, we're getting a better feel about what it means to say there's only one of us here. I hope. I, what do you think, Caroline? <laughs> I agree. 
I agree. It's almost a difficult concept. I know when people say that there's only one of us here. And um, I, the way I think of it is um, we're all completely interconnected. Our life stream energies, our consciousness, our heart space, complete interconnection. Like we were talking about one time about uh, the trees in the forest, our interconnected network. And they will warn one another about fire or any other danger coming. And through electrical impulses, and like telepathic messages. And all of us, I think, on this planet are experiencing telepathic connection uh, with one another. And we're letting each other know, yes, things are dire, but wow, something big is coming. In fact, over the past few years, I've had friends who are counselors who say that people in their sessions who aren't even very politically aware, not particularly spiritually aware or, you know, involved, spiritually involved will say something big is coming. I can feel it. And I I was thrilled to hear that because it means that not only is Nasara going to happen, we've already created that, but people are aware that the whole fabric of our life on this planet is shifting. And I, I really I feel it's going to have to shift into unity consciousness um, because we don't have much of a choice anymore. And that's where the energies are taking us. And I don't think we'd be on the planet if we didn't want that. Oh, bless those motorcycles. Usually it's either the, the, the putty tats crying and whining or it's the motorcycles. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty that's- loud putty tat. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no putty tat. That's a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it's either one or the other. In other words, uh, (laughs) you guys in the background, you hear this, but the Bashats will start crying at a particular point. It's really funny. Well, it was quite a journey when we had uh, a mama bobcat and her two young cubs. Oh, what happened? Did they go away? On the 4th of July, when they did all the firecrackers, they just, just disappeared. Oh, that scared them uh, right out of, out of here. We didn't see them again. I'm a little concerned about that, too. You know, 4th of July. Where are they going to go? Just stop all that nonsense with those. I mean, you can there are silent fireworks. They do have those and the loud cracks, the loud pops. That's just got to stop. Um, it's just a glorification of, of the sights and sounds of war uh, at night when you can't see all the destruction on the ground. It's just, um, it's just got to stop. It's old paradigm, friends. <laughs> but anyway, if anyone has anything else they'd like to add, now would be a great time before we close for the evening. Well, I thought I'd just, this is not very long, it's just short, but uh, just to get an idea of what our full moon, oh, it's so incredible. We're looking at it out of the bay window here. The full moon is just amazing. The energies, but uh, it, uh, this is Tanya Gabrielle. She says that this, at the precise moment of, of this full super moon in Aquarius, Venus enters Leo at zero degrees. That's pretty amazing. Leo is the sign of the sun. The sun is in during the full moon. Venus changes, change of signs indicates a beautiful shift in your heart center. 
as you shift your expectations and seek ease, beauty, and abundance as your guide mm. frequencies. Yeah, what was that? Imagine those sensations emanating from your body. As you hold ease, beauty, and abundance, you begin to feel you are worthy of having opportunities that reflect those qualities show up outside of you. You'll be able to take actions that allow you to feel goodness inside of you. Venus is showing you that you feel happy now. Venus doesn't wait for happiness. And Venus in Leo means you feel courageous, worthy, and deserving now. As always, your internal shift will impact the external, which will help reinforce those wonderful expectations. As Leo and Venus get together, it becomes crystal clear that all external developments begin within you. Happy results are first. Happy feelings. As you believe in goodness, then that is what you will see. As it happens, to add to the good news, this supermoon is exact at 19 degrees Aquarius Leo. 19 is the Prince of Heaven number. The number the ancients gave the sun. Leo is ruled by the sun, and the sun will be in Leo. It doesn't get more creative and courageous than this. That's the word. That's yeah, that beautiful. Was- I love that one line, Venus doesn't wait for happiness. I wrote that down. I love that. <laughs> it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, we want to thank all our listeners for being with us this evening. And thank you to my co-hosts and to our wonderful panelists, Penny and Micah. Um, and um, we just have to blaze that fire, fire because the light's coming in. Never mind what they say on the news. <laughs> One disaster or another, the light is here and the light is one. So, Dawn, I think we're ready for outro music whenever you are. And we'll see what Penny has chosen for us. Do you want to tell us what you've chosen for us, Penny? Yes, I was just going to write it in the chat. Um, I've chosen a piece by the Hannaford Street Silver Band. Hannaford Silver Street. I I can't remember that. Anyway, it's a band (laughs) in Toronto. And and they they the two trumpeters I think are the ones that set it up, and it's based on the, the English brass band tradition, and the the music tonight is called Abundance, and I chose it because it was really happy. Little did I know I was going to say what I said earlier on. It's a very happy piece of music, and the composer is also a Canadian from Toronto. He uh, he he plays in a Sally Ann band. In fact, he's the leader uh, and writes music for them. So this music was originally written for his own temple band. I think that's what they call them, temple bands. But these uh, uh, the Silver Hannaford uh, Silver Street band uh, got a hold of it, and it's it. I chose this one because it's a lot crisper and a lot snappier than the other one. So I hope. I hope you like it. There's a there's a bit of a hymn in the middle of it, but um, it's in it, that and that hymn comes from the Sally, Sally Ann tradition. But it, it they don't really play it like a hymn. It's it's, uh, it's I really liked it. That's why I chose it. So and it's very never, happy. Thank you so much. I've never heard of the Sally Ann tradition. 
Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's it's um, it's they as you know they've been they've collected money for years at Christmas time. You know, with their they're in malls. You know, with their hanging sure. pots and so on. And they and they all and bass and brass bands that kind of music is very much part of their tradition because they play hymns and they go all around the community and sing hymns with the band and people people really like it they resonate with that kind of music and of course they and they play it in their temples um and they bring in all the poor and the homeless and so on and so forth so they have mm. a, a huge a huge job in the community that a, a role they're fulfilling that I don't think many people give them credit for mm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. But for the brass explaining. band is part of that. Yeah, the okay. brass band is part of that. All righty. So, Don, if you're there, we're ready for our mu- music. I don't know, Tara. You might have to shout at him because he tends to hear you better than me. <laughs> Commander Don, or is it DJ? Music, please. Are you there? Calling all angels. <laughs> ah, excellent. That, that him. <laughs> All right, now we uh, we got the attention. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you, you so much for all our listeners. We'll see you again here Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Many blessings. Good night. Good night. Good night.